Welcome to another episode of Coach Pep Talk, the podcast for people who run their own coaching businesses. Each week, I talk to an expert who shares some wisdom with us that helps us to be better coaches and better coaching business owners. This week, I am super excited to have Mo Perkins of Mosaic Counseling and Coaching on the call to tell us about how disc profiling has made a big impact in her coaching business. So I'll see you on the other side. Coach Pep Talk is proudly brought to you by Life Coach Office, your one-stop shop for managing your coaching business online. Did you know that you can integrate your Life Coach Office with a Stripe or PayPal account? So you can use Life Coach Office to collect money and get that dumped straight into your PayPal or Stripe account. You can sign up for a free trial at universalcoachingsystems.com slash life hyphen coach hyphen office and sign up for that seven day trial. You don't need a credit card or anything to sign up, just an email address and you get access for seven days and see how it works for your coaching business. In this week's episode, I'm talking with Mo Perkins of Mosaic Counseling and Coaching. Mo specializes in counseling and coaching parents and children, which I think is an awesome niche to be in. On top of that, she also supervises and mentors other practitioners. So if you happen to be um, going down the path of working with parents and children and you're looking for a supervisor in a counseling and coaching space, maybe you should get in touch with Mo. Anyway, Mo is a fabulous woman and we got to talking the other uh, week and she was telling me how she's using disc profiling as a tool to work with children and with parents and I think even she does some uh, disc work with the practitioner she helps too. Anyway, I was, I'm was i a big fan of disc profiling in my own coaching business. I love the model. I think it's a great framework um, to, to help people people understand their behaviors and to make some changes in their lives. So I wanted to talk to Mo about how she has successfully used DISC in her business and so she could give us some concrete examples. And my hope is that maybe it gets you excited about the possibility of using DISC profiling in your coaching business too and hopefully gives you some tips about how you could get started in integrating this new type of tool into your own business so that what you're doing is even more successful than it is already. So without any further ado, let's see what Mo has to say. Hello, Mo, and welcome to the show. Thank you, Vinay, and it's, it's lovely to talk to you. It's always lovely to talk to you too, Mo. Okay, let's get straight into it. Um, there's so much to cover with DISC, and I'm really excited, especially for the listeners who are really new to profiling, to be able to bring this content out. So for the first question, let's set the stage a little bit. So for the listeners who are really new to DISC, can you please explain briefly just what DISC is and kind of set that stage for us, Mo? Well, DISC is a, a form of, of personality profiling, but more so than personality, it's really about behavior. So it's about what we can observe in people. And DISC was created by a guy that I think is just so interesting called William Moulton Marston. He was a lawyer, a psychologist. He also invented the first lie detector polygraph. And not only that, he was the creator of the Wonder Woman 
character. And I just think that's just a, a fun bit of trivia. Well, I, mean, I never cool. knew that. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Wonder Woman was, was invented by the creator of Disc. Um, wow. So I'm a big fan of Wonder Woman. Oh, he, yeah. was, he was a contemporary of Freud and Jung, but whereas they were studying trauma and abnormal behavior, Marston's model is a study of normal human behavior. And the letters of the model, which is called DISC, D-I-S-C, they stand for the four main behavioral styles, which is dominant, influencing, steady, and compliant. So everyone has a dominant style and also a secondary style, but in actual fact, we're a blend of all of those different stars. It depends really on the intensity of each of those stars, which creates um, our behavioral style really that's visible to people. Okay, so hold on, I know you're gonna keep going and just to, to, so everybody is caught up, can I just kind of try to summarize everything that you've just said because you've said heaps. Um, yes. So so DISC is a, is a personality profile or kind of, it's a test and you get like a report at the end after you take this test and um, it's made up of four components, dominant, influence, steady, and compliant. And what I'm hearing you say is that every person actually has an element of each of those four characteristics within them. And then the profiling tool, DISC profiling tool, actually helps, um, helps you understand how much of each you have and which one is your dominant. Did I miss any? Did I get that right? First of all, did I miss anything? That's absolutely right. I mean, the, the, the assessment is, um, an, it's, a, it's an assessment tool and it's a, it's a profile which is actually like a forced assessment because you, it forced in the sense that when someone takes a, um, a DISC assessment, they are encouraged to do it within a short space of time, so about seven to eight minutes, mm -hmm. so that they don't have too much time to think about it and to, you know, so that their reactions are more their gut reactions. But yes, you know, in, in everything else that you've summarized, that's, that's absolutely spot on, Ben. Yeah. Okay, so I, please carry on, because I think you were going to go into a whole, a whole lot of other stuff. I just wanted to make sure that everybody, including myself, was um, reasonably caught up with <laughs> what DISC was. Yeah. I guess one of the main things to, to note is that it's, it's based on behavioral style. So it's based on observable behavior, really. Not so much the personality traits that can't be changed, but behavioral styles. And one of the things that makes that really interesting is because actually all behavior can be modified. I mean, we do have a, we know we have a preferred style and we have a style that we naturally go to. But if we discover that for one reason or another, it's not helping our communication with a, another particular individual or with our child. We can modify some aspects of our behavior. So all behavior is modifiable. That's one of the, the sort of slogans of, of DISC, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Okay, is there anything else you think that is important for listeners to understand about DISC? Just sort of set that stage before we move on to the next question. Um, I don't think so. I think um, I think hopefully some more will come out in in, uh, in as as we go along and as we're talking. I mean, okay. obviously each, each of the styles have many many strengths and many many challenges, but it would it would be probably too involved to go into that right at this moment. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So. Um, out of all of the profiling tools, because there are heaps out there, I'm really curious to know what drew you to DISC specifically, and, and you know, instead of choosing something else. 
Well, it's interesting because as a therapist, my, my training, I mean, I'm a therapist and a coach, as you know, but I'm, I'm kind of a therapist first in a sense. And my training has mostly been based around abnormal behavior. But, but years ago, I was introduced to um, the Myers-Briggs type indicator, which you're, you're probably familiar with. And I was really fascinated by that and its connection to, to Jung, who, of course, I'd, I'd studied his work. Um, but it wasn't until I joined a networking group that I came across DISC. And in that context, it was used to understand personality types, to enhance rapport, and ultimately to improve sales. But I just took to it straight away because it seemed so accurate about myself and the people around me in the group that, that I knew. And also it seemed so simple to use, really, and so simple to explain to clients. So that's the reason I was drawn to DISC over many of the others but of course actually i i don't have a wide knowledge of many of the others anyway but you know i just took to the one that, that seemed to speak to me and what um how would you compare um disc and myers-briggs well for me i felt that disc was much simpler than, than Myers-Briggs, much simpler to, to do an assessment and much simpler to explain to people. You know, I find it really easy to explain, even when I'm talking to children about the four behavioral styles. I just find that, that really simple. And I, I don't know whether Myers-Briggs is applicable to children. I'm not sure. But of course, DISC does have a, a children's profile and a teenage profile. So with my work, it just works perfectly. Uh, that's cool. I didn't realize they um, they had one for 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 teens and for kids. That's fascinating. Yeah. I'm also a huge disc fan, and the reason that I really love it is because of that that thing you pointed out right in the beginning, which is that it's based on behavioral styles, which can change. And yeah. I think some profiling tools fall into that trap of labeling and boxing people in, and then they kind of lead their life within that box as opposed to thinking about you know how they can move forward. So that's why I love DISC, because it gives you endless opportunity for the next level of you. <laughs> yes, yes. And, you know, I, I sometimes come across people who, who say, I mean, I may even have said it myself at some point, oh, it's my personality, I can't, I can't change that. But, yeah. But DISC is about behavioral style, and behavior can always be modified. And it, it's quite easy to give clients examples of where and when they do modify their behavior. I mean, I, the simple one I, I often say to people is, when you're talking to a baby, you, you know, you do change the behavioral style. Yeah, yeah, you kind of have to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you make your facial expressions a lot more obvious, and you know, you're probably more smiley than you would be talking to an adult, because that's just, it's natural, it comes natural. So behavioral mm -hmm. style and modifying it is something that we do all the time without thinking about it. So when we need to, to enhance our communications or our relationships, then, you know, I find this a really good tool to build, build on something that really we already do naturally anyway. Yeah, um, that's fascinating. Um, I know just doing my own personal disc profile over the years, when I first, before I started my business, I was very high influencer and my, my dominant was high, but not very high. But after a couple of years in business, man, I got a hard shell <laughs> and my D just shot out the roof. And I was like, oh, maybe I need to look at this. Anyway, it was fascinating how you actually do change. I think people do change and people change in different circumstances, don't they? And, and also that's the other thing about DISC is when you do your, your assessment, you, you think about how you are at home or you think about your, your, how you are at work or whichever 
particular scenario you're, you're wanting to get a handle on because we can be, you know, our, our highest um, style can be different at home to how it is at work. And that's a really good point too, actually. Yeah, that um, those, those do change depending on your environment. Okay, let's move on to the next question. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your business? Because I mean, I know your business very well, but um, a lot of our listeners might not. So tell us a little bit about your business and how you're using DISC to provide more value to your clients. Yes, Benet. Well, I'm a, a psychotherapist and coach, and I specialize in working with children and the adults that impact their lives. So I sometimes describe myself as a, an adult-child relationship coach. And <laughs> I may well be working with children on their own, or children with their parents, or children with teachers as well, because I do quite a lot of work in schools. In fact, most of my work with, with children is actually in, in schools. Um, so one of the things I do is, as I mentioned, there's a children's profile, there's a teenage profile, and there's an adult profile. And I use these to help children, parents and teachers to understand their own style and the child's style. And particularly in schools, when I find that a teacher is maybe finding a particular child very challenging, what I often notice is it because that child has a behavioural style that is actually very different to the teachers and probably one of the less common styles as well because um, people listening may think that, you know, if there's four main styles, the world's divided up into 25% of, of each of those styles, but actually that's not the case. You know, the D, for example, which is the dominant style, only 3% of the population have a dominant style. So if you get a D-type child <laughs> in a S-type family, yeah. you know, sometimes they're gonna struggle a bit or, or with an S-type teacher, you know, they're just gonna feel as though they're on different planets. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. Can you give us an example or a, a story about how you've kind of done this profile in that, in that group to help everybody move forward so that people can really wrap their mind around the concept? Does anything come to mind? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I've, I've got, got sort of situations where I've worked with, with all three components, really. So I, I may have done a profile on a child. I've then discussed that profile with the child and, and looked at their strengths and their challenges and and when you do a child profile it also um, gives you information about how best to approach them how best to approach them if there's conflict between you and the child and then I can share that with the parent and share it with the teacher at one of my schools I've actually profiled all of the teaching staff as well. I mean, obviously teaching staff do change quite frequently. So, you know, there are maybe some new people that I haven't profiled. So it's really helpful because I've got a really good overview of the mix of, of teaching, the, the behavioral styles of the teachers. And in actual fact, in that school, I discovered that they mostly only had um, two of the four personality types. Oh. So, you know, and, and I, we, we talked about that quite a lot. And I, and I guess part of that is because maybe the people employing tend to employ people that are most like themselves. Mm -hmm. Whereas that doesn't necessarily create a well-rounded team. And it, it certainly can end up with a situation where you've got a lot of one particular type of teacher who then really just does not get the behavioral style of a, a few of the children. And then those children can end up being labelled, you know, as 
it's difficult, challenging, and, and that can really have an effect on the self-esteem. Yeah, I've got a couple of questions. So it's DISC is very, it sounds like it's very useful just in a team building situation uh, as well. Did working in the, in the, in that team environment where you, you know, you profiled everyone, did, did the, did the management make any changes as a result of, of that new awareness? You know, DISC gave them this new framework for, for how everybody slotted in, or did it just kind of, did they just kind of move on, which can, so I know can sometimes happen. I'm not, I'm not absolutely sure whether they made any changes. What would be a good thing for me to do would be to profile that team again, because of course I know they have had changes in staff, as all schools do. Mm -hmm. They certainly took on board the fact that they were, there were personality types missing. In that particular school, the more assertive types were missing, the D's and the I's. And, um, and they, you know, the, uh, and they, they did sort of look around and, and I think it, it did sink in that, you know, maybe the, there was something, something they could enhance the team by mm -hmm. just putting in a few more personality types, you know. Um, I mean, I think when I, you know, I had 25 teachers in the room and I was the only I type in the <laughs> room. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, of course you're an I. Okay, so and then I want to come back to um, profiling with the the child for for the listeners who do actually also work with children. How what what age do you um, do you work with and use DISC and you find that effective? And is there an age that's too young? Um, yeah, I mean, we, I actually work with children from the age of four or five upwards. My speciality area is primary school, so so sort of four to eleven, that that sort of age. Disc for children is is appropriate from the age of about seven, eight upwards. Seven, eight. Okay. So the very little ones you you can't you can't do a profile although you can you you know you can probably start to see some styles developing but they they won't have formed their more their more set um behavioral style till they're about seven or eight years old so that's when disc really you know kicks in in the in the sense that you can actually do a profile and and produce a report and and you know share that with parents and and, and teaching staff okay. and the child and how do, um, when you present it to, say, an eight-year-old or seven-year-old, how, are they engaged? Are they interested? Does, it, does oh, it depend on the kid? The ones, yeah, the ones that, that I've, I've, I've done my profiles on, they really love it because they really, they really love to, to know more about themselves. Uh -huh. And, and there's, a paper, there's a paper version of the profile, and there's also, you can do it online, but I normally do the paper version with the children. So, you know, we go through it together, they answer the questions, and then I explain all the different types to them. And, um, you know, I, I ask them to guess what my style is. And <laughs> oh, that's great, that's great. We really have, we really have a bit of fun with it. And they, they always like it because, of course, I, I you know, I really build up the, the qualities and the strengths of that style. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. And then to help them, I guess, be better communicators or be, be more uh, happier and balanced in, in, in their environment. How do you, um, yeah, how do you, how do you challenge or how do you, how do you help them with that through DISC, the DISC framework? Well, one of the things that, that um, it helps them to understand is it often helps them to understand where they're having difficulties with other people. Okay. And it helps them to, to understand that it's not that they are at fault 
or weird as children would sometimes think it's it's really just their nature but it also helps them to understand that other people have a different nature and different strengths and different challenges which you know when we're all inside our own heads we don't we although of course as, as adults we know that everyone's different but actually it's amazing how many times we can still expect people to think and behave the way that we do uh-huh yes i did a miss blunder total big one today <laughs> expecting someone to be a high d and a high i <laughs> just plowed straight ahead whoops <laughs> Uh, it does happen. Uh, I, I really do like this, you know, and I mean, I've, I've also used it um, sort of outside of my, my work as well in terms of, you know, my, I've profiled my, my daughter, so we sometimes use the, the disc kind of language between us, and then we, we kind of think and, and, and talk about what behavioural style their partners and boyfriends are. <laughs> Although, but, you know, it really helps with communication, just, just in, a, in, a, in a wide sense, really. It's also great for team building, which I've used it for, for that as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's, it has endless uses. Okay, so for the, the coaches or maybe even the, the parents out there who are like, wow, I really need to, to get into DISC and understand what this is, um, to use it either for their self or for their clients um, or for their families, what advice would you give them? Like, how do you even get started if, you, if you're new to the whole DISC world? Well, I mean, I, I would recommend that they, they take a, a look at the People Keys site, which is www.peoplekeys.com, because actually you can go onto that site and you can take a, a free online assessment to find out more about your own style, because to me, that is always the starting point. I mean, often I do start by profiling a child because that's the person I've got in front of me. But I think it's very important that anyone using DISC thinks and understands their own style first so I would I would go and do a free assessment you can also um as particularly if you're interested in, in working with children there's a great book or understanding your own child there's a great book called different children different needs by um Dr Boyd I'm just looking at it now on my on my bookcase yes Dr Charles Boyd and um, that's all about DISC and it even talks about how to um, cope with challenge and discipline of children re depending on their particular disc style so that's oh. a really useful book yeah, if you want to use it in your work then the thing to do is go on to, to do an introduction in behavioral analysis which you can you can get the link for that from the people keys site and um, and then there's another two levels there's another level which is for counseling and coaching individuals and a level for working with businesses as well Okay, so would you recommend getting um, getting some sort of a tr of training in DISC before you start um, using it with your clients? I would, yes, definitely. I'd recommend getting your own profile done first, then doing an introduction, and and then I mean, an introduction takes you a, a very long way, you know, and you can become certified after you've done the introduction. But I think if you then, if you're really like this, can you really get a feel for it? I would then recommend going on to doing the next level of training, which is level two. And then you become a, a behavioral consultant in, in DISC, you know, and I think that's, that's great because that gives you lots of, that training gives you lots of case studies to work with and, um, and it helps you to really apply it to your actual work. That's excellent. And just for people who are thinking, oh, wow, this sounds, you know, pretty interesting. And they think it could, you know, really help their, their coaching or, or therapy business. Um, 
Can you give us a rough feeling for like what kind of costs should people expect and how much time does it take to do say the intro and then the, the level two? Do you have any ballparks? Yeah, the, the introduction course that I did, I did it a couple of years ago and it, it was um, a self-study course that I did and my actual course cost me about £250. Um, I did it I did it really quick because you, you kind of know me, Benet, and I, I'm one of, <laughs> yeah. if I get a self-study document in front of me and I've got the whole, the whole course in front of me, I tend to go through it really quite quickly. But, you know, you can take your own time with it and um you know I, I would say that if somebody was thinking that they they wanted to know enough about this to work with a client by june say for example it would be easy to to get you know the introduction done in that time so we're about we're almost in april so april may june so three months for an introduction yeah, yeah. three months Definitely. is realistic yeah understand a bit about your own profile in that time and do a little bit of practice on some some friends and family by profiling you know some of the people that you know and do the introduction and that's a really a really really good start i mean you know for um i've done a lot of work with with, with disc and i i just use it often it's just running in the background i mean i have clients that i don't actually profile but it's but the whole disc idea is running in the background and it's helping me to build rapport with them it's helping me to talk about the um the relationships that they have with other people who even though if that's what they're, they're coming to discuss and i don't necessarily always actually do a profile but you know just by talking to people and, and understanding disc and their style you can often make a very well-informed guess as to what their style is and what the style is of the people that they're maybe having some difficulty with so you know from the introduction it's a really good start that's great that's and that's a really good i'm really glad you raised that point too because yeah it's not just doing the profile like you said just understanding that framework and having it ingrained as a part of you really helps you communicate connect in with the world <laughs> including your clients a whole lot better okay um just coming back to the certification, um, d is there any sort of a test that you have to take at the end, or do you just sort of say, I've done the self-study and you're certified? Now, when you, when you do the self-study course, yes, there, there is a, um, a, a test, for want of a better word, within the document. I mean, like I say, I, did, I, I got the self-study one. I mean, there probably are other ways of doing it, but um, a document came with it, which was like a multiple, set of multiple choice questions, Mm -hmm. and you answer those questions and then you send it off and and then you you get sent back with your certificate if you've been successful which hopefully you will have been because of course it's not a test of your memory you know you can answer those questions with your coursework all in front of you and um you know it's a test of how well you can understand disc and apply what you've learned so it's you know over over a time of course you can talk about disc without without looking things up but it's not really a test of that it's yeah. a test that you've understood the, the, um, the documentation and that you can apply it to the situations and, and the sort of case studies that they give you. So, but yeah, there, there is a test for both the introduction and for level two. Excellent. And level two, is it similar pricing and timing or is it um, a, a, a more expensive or longer? Um, it was, for me, it was a similar price. It was a similar price and it's a, it's, it's a, a bit more involved because level two is based on case studies. 
So you, you know, you have um, a written case study to read through, you have some audio to listen to, um, some experts discussing that case, and then you have, um, you, you write your own assessment of the case and what guidance you'd give to those people. And then you, and then you have the questions to answer as well. So it's a little bit more, more involved, but you know, it's, it's really good, really, really good fun. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, thank you so much for educating us about all that stuff, Mo. And for everybody who's listening, um, the, the references, the resources that Mo referred to, I'll have that in the show notes for the podcast. So you can check the, those out on our website. Um, okay, Mo, we need to wrap it up, but that was just awesome. Uh, you've given us so much fabulous information. And what I really love is, is like you may have inspired some of our listeners to actually go and add this, you know, profiling tool into their toolkit, and it'll actually make them, you know, better and more successful coaches, which is what the whole point of this podcast is. So you've nailed it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It's great. I mean, I'm, I don't consider myself to be a disc expert, but I'm a big, big fan. <laughs> so yeah. Well, anybody else to be a fan that is perfect yeah and I think that's great because you know you're you're talking to your peers here and showing like how it's helped your business and that's that's exactly I think what what needs to be heard so um if anybody wants to learn more about your work uh, or or get in touch with you what's the best way to find you the best way is to um, hop along to my website which is www.mosaic-cc.com and from there they can send me an email they can take a they can jump over to my business facebook page and connect with me that way and you know i i love to i love to get emails i love people to communicate with me so so please just drop me a line get in touch have a chat that's excellent thank you so much mo and thank you so much for being on the show i have a feeling we will probably find something else awesome to talk about in the future <laughs> Okay, uh, well, let's wrap it up there. And I hope everybody has a fabulous rest of their day. Happy coaching.